Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As the Nationals are a strike away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Oh, great crossover. Got Just let Fournier. <laughs> hey, that's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh, handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to another episode of the DC Crossover, episode number 119 of the show. That is Mike Cerrone. I am Ben Simpson. You can find the show on Twitter at the DC Crossover and at Cerrone16 for Mike. And of course, follow the TikTok DC Crossover podcast is the place to be. We've taken a little time off here. It is summertime, as you know. This is the off-season episodes. And uh, so, you know, with travel and vacations and weddings and all this different stuff, uh, you know, we're going to take some time off here and there but uh, this football season, of course, will be action-packed with content oh, yeah. for you guys. Oh, yeah. So in the, uh, in the meantime, we are just kind of cruising our way through summertime. Big show planned for today. We've got another draft ahead. Um, but uh, hopefully all, the sh- all goes well this episode because it's been storming here in Northern <laughs> Virginia. And power's been flickering all night. Yeah. Wi-Fi's been in and out. Uh, Mike, you were out there in the elements. Yeah, I got your yep. Snapchats. You looked like you were what was that Storm Chasers show or whatever? Uh, yeah, that was you. That was you out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I actually saw it coming, and then I was you know looking at it off in the distance, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna change my parking spot just so I can watch it come at me. And right. uh, there was actually one time back in the day, um, I was trying to do an extra credit assignment in 11th grade, and I had to go to this like this uh, plantation somewhere like in Leesburg okay. and Miss Foltz was her name AP US history 
And uh, well, I, I don't know if she's still uh, breathing, but that was a long time ago. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so I had to do this extra credit assignment. And uh, because whenever extra credit was offered, I always did it. I always went after it. Uh, Smart move. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm not a good test taker. Mainly, yeah, you're you're failing all the tests. Yeah. So you, you need that extra credit. I love the projects, homework, all that stuff because I could ace all that stuff and get a good grade. Uh, but testing stuff was not my forte. So uh, my mom remembers this this day because I was driving our Ford Mustang at the time, and it was hilarious because this plantation. And at that time, we didn't have. GPS and all that kind of stuff on our phones. Right, you had to print out the map quest. Right, I had to print out the map quest. And in Leesburg <laughs> at the time, it was, I mean, I was driving around and literally at one point I was at a stoplight and the back half of my car was pouring down rain. The front half was was bone dry. It was, it was, and I'm like sitting there like, what is happening right now? It's like, I mean, I'm in stranger things, uh, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was crazy. So yeah, today was, uh, was kind of weird. Cause it was like off in the distance and I'm like looking at lightning bolts go left and right all through the sky. It was pretty crazy shaking the car and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, those summer yeah. storms, man, summer storms are always, they're always kind of wacky. You can sometimes, uh, you see them coming from far away before they get there. And yeah. then, yeah, tonight, um, you know, definitely a crazy, crazy <laughs> night of weather, but it seems to be cleared up, so right. that's good. I know you and I have both been traveling for various weddings and such. I just got back from Omaha, Nebraska, Nebraska. the crown jewel of the Midwest. Oh, yeah. Um, flyover state. As our boy Ian, yeah, flyover state. As our boy Ian, who has been on this show multiple times in the previous iterations of this show, he did get married um and so shout out to them of course they're down in mexico now on their honeymoon Ooh, um, Mexico. yeah i was i was in uh, i was in omaha i was te- texting you throughout the trip and letting you know i hit up the horseshoe casino out there nice. in uh technically iowa right across the border because there's no gambling in nebraska you got to go across the border to iowa uh, but it's all right there by omaha uh did a lot of blackjack playing Ooh. did a lot of blackjack losing um <laughs> Did uh did not go did not go well over the first, the the couple of days we were there did a couple sports book bets as well a little summer league action because we were at this casino at like eleven p.m. Right, the right. only thing on was NBA summer league of course <laughs> there was nothing else to bet on. Um, now, did Abby go so, with you? Me and my uh, my girlfriend. No, no, Abby was staying so, yeah. stayed here yeah, yeah. In, in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, just just me solo solo Ooh, solo ben. trip here on the on the on the rise. Uh, yeah, so you know, it was a good time. We had a big uh, steak dinner one of the nights, one of the at the restaurant. So what they, it was one of those places where um, it was semi fancy, old school, and uh, so just a bunch of dudes at a steakhouse, and they wheel out this tray, and they have all the steaks, all the different cuts of the steaks, yeah. um, like shrink wrapped and 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 like uh, still. I don't think those were the steaks being used for the meal, but they were just like to show you. Show and, steaks, and, yeah. and so that, you know, they're showing you here's the filet, here's the New York uh, strip or whatever. And then at the end, he goes, This is not on the menu. And he holds up and he goes, This is a 66 ounce tomahawk steak. Jeez. 66 ounces huh. of tomahawk steak. And I, my question to you is, do you think. A, you could finish a tomahawk steak at 66 ounces. And B, do you think you could finish it in under, like, you know, let's say, like, under an hour? 
Do you think you could finish well, a 66 well, ounce tomahawk steak? That's the problem with steak is that when you look at steak, it's not like it's ground beef or chicken or something like that because steak is more, and obviously everyone's like, it's, if it's cooked right, it shouldn't be chewy. But, you know, most of the time when you get a steak at a steakhouse, something like that, for the most part, if you're not spending $1,000 on a steak, it's, it's right. going to take you a little time to get that bite down and all that kind of stuff. I'm not yeah, Matt. You get the meat sweats. Yeah, I'm not Matt Stoney. I'm not, you know, the, the, right. these professional eaters out there. Um, but I don't think I could easily do that because steak, I love steak. Don't get me wrong. I love steak. Yeah, the yeah. problem is I don't, I'm not a, I, I don't like seek it out all the time because I, I right, steak, right. steaks are like, a, a, it's nice. It's, I love to have it, but I seek out it's other like an types. occasional thing. It's yeah. like, how often are you having? Yeah. It's like, it's not like we're going to steakhouses for dinner all the time. And like, even the, like I got a four, I think a 14 ounce like New York strip or whatever. Right. And I even like, you know, I finished it, yeah, but even I towards the end was kind of like, uh, I'm getting a little full here, and that was 14 ounces of steak. Right. I could probably finish. I can't maybe, even imagine. I could probably finish 20 ounces, maybe. maybe uh, uh, yeah. But like a 66 ounce. I mean, that thing is probably the size of your 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 ass. It was huge. <laughs> it was huge. It was unbelievable. Um, and then the other thing I was telling you about is, and you you kind of mentioned. I feel like last show we were kind of talking about how both of us, as as evidence on, on the camera version of this show on YouTube, right. both of us need to lose a little LBs. <laughs> and there's nothing that will, like... So the straw that broke the camel's back was definitely this weekend. Sure, because, sure. uh, as I was telling you, uh, you're at... You know, I'm with a group of great guys. They were all great. But most of these guys were all pretty in shape guys. Um, so I was clearly, like, you know, the, the, the chubbiest of, of the bunch. <laughs> um, so, like, simple activities... Like having to walk to the bar and back or like, you know, doing these sorts of things. It's like I am become the sweaty guy because we're like (laughs) doing these activities and everybody else who's like skinny, they're totally fine with it. Like at one point we parked on like the fourth floor of a parking garage and I had to walk down four flights of stairs to get to the main level. And and by the end, I mean, I was gassed. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute gassed. And then, you know, you're wearing the dress clothes and your man oh, boobs man. are all over the place and your guts all over the place. And I show up to the fitting for the tux or whatever. Ugh. Not the fitting. Show up to pick up the tux or the suit. And it wasn't a tux, the suit. And, like, you know, of course, the shirt is a little too tight. Yeah. And she has to go get me another shirt. And it's like, hey, man, didn't this fit when you got measured, like, a couple months ago? It's like, yeah, I think it did. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, nothing like a nice tight dress shirt just accentuating every roll in your body. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Oh, Oh, and that's the worst part about it is, is you know, it, my metabolism, I even told someone that, you know, this weekend at the wedding I was at, I was like, my metabolism is basically the, the as slow as a snail. Like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll eat a, a pack of M&Ms, something like that, and all of a sudden my belt's popping out. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, what did I just do? And then meanwhile, somebody else is over here eating a bowl of ice cream and they somehow lose pounds. Uh, <sighs> I just don't, I just, I just, yeah, I hate those people too. I just don't get it because... Like literally, I I feel like I can. I'm athletic. Well, I mean, I don't know about nowadays because my knees and stuff like that. But you know, the last decade or so, especially in high school. I mean, in high school I was a little bit more uh, more in shape, obviously. But like in college and different stuff like that, I felt like I was more in shape that I could like right. I could go out there and compete and you know pick up game basketball and and all these different things. But then all of a sudden, you're looking at yourself in the mirror. and You're like. How am I able to do these things? Because I literally, I'm like, I get out of the shower and I'm like walking to my car and it's like, you know, 50 feet away and I'm like sweating somehow. Like the other day, oh yeah, the other, oh yeah, the other day, I think it was like maybe two or three weeks ago, we were going to um, see Top Gun, like we talked about previously. Mm-hmm. I looked at Jess and I was like, I don't know why, I don't know if it's my hair still wet from the shower because obviously I showered right before. 
and I was like, I don't know if my hair's still wet or I'm sweating my ass off. I don't understand which <laughs> one is it because I, I can't stop. I don't know what's going. on. The worst on. is once you start like thinking about the sweat, the sweating. <laughs> it just makes you sweat more. Yeah, and then you're just like sweating buckets. I mean, dude. I remember. I mean, there. I remember when I started at this job like four or five years ago, and I, I was, I was relatively heavy back then, but not as heavy as I am now. But like, I still like. I remember like the coworkers all like took me out for a lunch or something like that, and for, the restaurant for some reason was like really kind of warm, oh, and like, no. and then you know you're getting your food and you're eating and you're talking. And my move was I kept like going to the bathroom <laughs> just to grab paper towels and just wipe the sweat yeah. off like the back of my uh, hair and the top of my. Foot. Forehead, yep. but I knew the whole time I was like, man, I'm probably they're probably like, why is this guy so sweaty? Like we're just yeah. getting lunch or whatever. It's just summer and humidity are not a fat guy. Yes, yeah. and, and and that's the funny thing is going into the wedding that I was at this weekend. You know, I went to the rehearsal dinner and I get there and I was I was a little early because my girlfriend was a bridesmaid. She was running around, you know, uh, doing a bunch of different things, right? right. Uh, you know, all the duties. And I started laughing because I got there and I was like. And I feel, I feel good, you know, like the shirt's a little snug or whatever, but I look decent in it. Um, and the problem was, is that when I got there, for some reason, I just started sweating and I don't know why. Oh, and, no. and then all of a sudden, like the groom who we played golf earlier that day, by the way, my team won. Um, oh, nice. we did this, we did a 24 man scramble. That was actually fun. But, uh, before that, uh, you know, the groom came over to me and he's like, he's like, Mike, you good? I said, oh, I said, God. I said, <laughs> I was like, yeah, why? He's like. Yes, uh, breaking a sweat over here a little bit. I was like, "Yes, I understand." <laughs> like, oh no! And once it's pointed out, oh, then, then like, I started going more, and then like, then Jess came down and she was talking about my sweat, and I was, oh, I was no. like, "Man, I felt so bad." I, I was like, "Man, I feel like a, a, a That's piece of crap." So oh, it was like it was so. Oh my gosh! I mean, I always do the bandana in the in the pocket, no matter where I'm going for the most part. Right, but right. like. At the point where you have to keep wiping your head because like you Ugh. you just can't stop it. I mean, it's that like line like that yeah. layer above between your hair and your forehead, where like the 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 sweat just gathers up, yeah. and then like the back of the back hair too, like it, not not back hair, but you know the back right. of your hair, like it, it starts. Oh man! And you know what the and best like, part was uh, is that the next day it was a Catholic wedding, so we went into the church and. Luckily for me, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wear a polo into the church because it's it's before. And it was also yeah. raining. Like, it was pouring down raining this past Saturday. Right. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to wear my suit. And then, because there was a little bit of, it was a, it was a brief break between that and the cocktail hour and all that kind of stuff. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear this polo. Thank God I did because it was pouring down raining. My hair could not dry for the entire day pretty much because I because I, I didn't have an umbrella because my car's in the shop. I don't have an umbrella right. here. It's in my car. And all of a sudden, I'm like walking through the pouring down rain. I forgot my pants in the car when I got to the hotel. I had to go back outside. I was, it was a whole... whole. Uh, so you're like sweat and mixed yes. with rain. Mixed <laughs> with just, yeah. And it, oh, it's a disaster. Dude, it was bad. So luckily... I get there and and other people are like, yeah, you know, I think I think we're I'm gonna change and all that kind of stuff because everyone else was like, man, this is like gross right. and stuff like that because it was kind of muggy too and all that kind of whatnot. Uh, but I was like, thank God it rained because then it covered up my grossness of being a, a loser uh, and like having a bead of sweat all the time. Oh, but there yeah. there was one person that was there in the church that was like, I mean, he they looked like they they jumped in a pool because like oh. it, was, it was it was just like they put a sponge over the, you know how they go to field day and they had like a sponge yeah, relays. Yeah. They put a it's like they did the ice bucket challenge. 
<laughs> and I was like, whoa. Um, but uh, it was it was bad because everyone else was was like was I mean you can't control the weather obviously. Um, right, right. But it was like. But that's a good cover. It was a good cover up. Rain, rain is good cover. I mean. Because and, and and we'll get on to the rewind in a sec, but uh, Mike and I just talking about weddings and sweat. Uh, <laughs> I did want to say that there was once I think it might have even been my uh, uh, you know Dalton's wedding was, uh, or it might have been a different one where the so all the groomsmen had to wear gray suits, and then the ceremony was like in like ninety something degrees. I think it was because you took pictures outside. I remember. I think right. So yeah. it was it was hot, and we're all wearing gray. And so my my biggest fear was that I would sweat through like the my back sweat or something like through the suit, Be, and and because the whole thing was is like we had to like turn and face like the groom and bride, so all the audiences behind us. So I was like, if I'm sweating through this suit, the entire <laughs> audience is gonna be like that guy sweat through his suit. Look at this guy and like. Uh, so the and then so that oh that's all I thought about which made me obviously sweat more because yeah. I'm like did and I kept like touching my back like is it there's a sweat there and I like asked the guy behind me he's like what and I was like never mind <laughs> and like uh, you know and and it was just terrifying the entire time because it's like the people that do the outdoor weddings and look like you know outdoor weddings obviously can look nice and be beautiful yeah, and all that yeah, stuff yeah. but but when it's like 95 degrees out and it's August, and it's muggy, and you're yep. standing there in a suit, and you're a fat guy. It's just, like, that's my hell. I think my hell, my version of hell, is me wearing a suit at an outdoor wedding in, like, 95-degree yes. weather with, like, an audience of people I know. Yeah. Like, that, that's my hell. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing, as we were talking about it, me and Jess were talking about it, uh, you know, just in general, um, about, we were like, the perfect wedding is like around October or even even like November, possibly, yeah. if you can sneak in a, a good day and it's not like sure. somehow 40 degrees. Um, because uh, my, my best friend's wedding, I was the best man, and we were in Virginia Beach. And where it was, it was actually, it was a nice, nice little venue and whatnot. It was outdoor for the, uh, for the whole entire like ceremony kind of thing. And uh, the best part about it was, is that literally right when, uh, <laughs> right when we ended up, Going there and like walking down the aisle and stuff like that, you know, there wasn't like there was maybe fifty five people at the ceremony because it was like more tight, right. and then everyone came to the reception. Uh, the funny thing about it was that they had like stairs that went up, so he was at the top with his wife and stuff like that, and then I, me, and the maid of honor were the next step. The problem was is that it was at like four thirty, so the sun and it was it was in September, Ooh. so the sun was like literally right behind a, a little gathering of trees. So it covered like every groomsman and like all the bridesmaids. <sighs> Meanwhile, me and the and the groom, the, the the maid of honor and the and the bride were in the freaking hellhole of sun, and we're oh. sitting there. And I'm sitting. And the funny thing was that like you know they have like the cute flower girls and stuff like that, and they come right. through and they're like you know tossing the flowers or whatever. I'm sitting there like, are, and and then the, 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 the whatever is name the priest or the the officiant or whatever you want to call yeah, him, yeah, yeah. he was sitting there and he was joking and making these jokes. I'm like, dude. Like and I kept doing, like, hurry it up. I, yeah, I, I kept doing like the the typical like you know like with your with your thumb, like kind of yeah, like yeah. just like yeah a little bit little, of that. little 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 nudge on your face trying to like uh -huh. make sure you look decent and I just I just and I oh, I, I did not I, I was not because the whole thing thrilled is thrilled like, at all <laughs> when you're in that position it's like. It's not about you, so you have to make sure yep. to not draw attention to yourself. But you're standing there and you're just dying inside, <laughs> and like you're like, if I like do something weird, I think my heart stops beating for a second. Everyone's gonna focus on me instead of the like, and the the bride's gonna hate me, and you know, you're just like, 
the more you think about it, the more it freaks you out well, and the more it stresses yeah, you out. Yeah, and the worst part about it is when you get ready, especially when you're involved in it and you have yeah. the suit, like for us, just just in general, it's not like you're this this guy that's, you know, a big guy and he and he he's the big guy and like right. I, I would say me and you were kind of like in the middle. We're those tweeners. Yeah, we're the tweeners. Yeah. We're we're in between the the you know the the hefty set guy and then also right, the person that's in right. shape. We're that tweener. We don't get to fully adopt the heavy lifestyle. Yeah. You know, like we can't we're, we're not fully in like that's the fat guy and he and he like owns it. <laughs> we're those middle guys who are like we shouldn't be this fat, but we are, and we're oh, in that middle ground. But that's the worst part is when you are that, then all of a yeah. sudden you start getting ready, and when you start putting the suit on, and then you're like, man, this is getting this is getting really nerve-wracking, and like anxiety starts to kick in, and oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, how do I actually look in this? Like, Especially when you get measured for a suit, and then all of a sudden you put the suit on, and you're like, man, this is... This is not. This is usually like months later, yeah. and like so, like that's what happened to me. Is like, thank God I got to try it on again at the shop. Yeah. Because like, dude, if I didn't, I would have been wearing this tight white dress shirt with just like looking like I got double D's and like <laughs> you know like my gut just hanging out. I mean, it would have been. Did I ass. did I tell you the the for that wedding? Uh, it was a nice suit and everything like that. The problem is, uh, the problem is everybody else got like slim fit pants, and I'm like, wow, I don't want to. I don't want to get slim fit pants. So I, just, <laughs> yeah, I got regular, yeah. and, I, and then and it, right, right, and then all of a sudden you see this one picture where my legs. I'm, I'm just standing still, and you know we're like we're we're kind of in a group setting. Yeah, we're like putting yeah. arms, you know, on each other's shoulders or whatever. I literally look like if I jumped out of a helicopter <laughs> from like a million feet, I could float down with these parachute pants. Oh, I literally like no. an MC Hammer coming down, oh, and and no. no one paid attention except for when I pointed it out, and they were right. they were like, and then oh my, everyone's oh watching. my, dude, yeah. it, like literally oh, you couldn't no. you couldn't see there was no like light coming through the middle like the th- like, you know the thigh gap. Like right, it wasn't right. like my thighs were touching. It was just that the pants were so damn wide oh. that it was. I literally, like I said, I, I if I was a skydiver, I could literally not even have a parachute. <laughs> you could have floated down easily <laughs> like a feather to the earth. That is brutal. That is brutal. Uh, we will move on into the rest of the show, but I'm sure those at home can relate to some of these stories. Uh, even if you're not like fat like us. You got you to gotta relate to some of this stuff. Uh, let's set up the Rewind Machine, a chance to kind of just talk about some brief stories in uh, the previous week in D.C. sports. Not a lot to talk about, of course. Um, the Nats, again, we're not going to give you the full game-by-game breakdown these days because the Nats are so bad. Uh, basically, they lost 2-3 or three to the Phillies. Game 1-11-0. They beat Philly 3-2 in Game 2 and lost to the Phillies 5-3 in Game 3. And then a three-game set against the Braves lost 12-2, 4-3, and 4-3 in 12 innings. The Nats are now 30-58, and 58, fifth place in the NL East. The big question for them will be what they do at the trade deadline in August. Because, um, uh, yeah, they tr- they moved around the trade deadline, so now it's in August instead of July. So there's a little bit of time here to see what happens. Uh, we got the All-Star break coming up soon as well. Uh, in Caps land, the Caps, Mike, they... Uh, are going to have a new goalie next year because they didn't extend the qualifying offer to Samsonov. They also traded Vitek Vanacek yep. uh, to the Devils for the 37th pick and the 70th pick in the draft. Um, so we'll see. I mean, there, it looks like they're looking at some veteran goaltenders. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into this probably you know within the next few days or so, uh, or next few shows or so. And then uh, the Wiz signed 37-year-old Taj Gibson to a one-year deal and DeLon Wright to a two-year $16 million deal. And DC United install Wayne Rooney. He is back, and now he is their head coach. 
uh, as they are 5, 2, and 10. So actually, it was funny, Mike. We actually had some stories this week in, in some of the other sports. Any, any of these between the Caps and the Wiz, any of these you know, in particular uh, you want to comment on? Well, honestly, when you're looking at Vitek Vanacek, the whole entire trade with that, I, I like the trade. You got a decent pick uh, in the second round and whatnot in the 30s, and then you got another, I think it was a, was a third-round pick. Um, I, yeah. forgot, I think it might have been in the 60s or 70s. I forgot exactly which one that was. Um, so you basically gave up him to get a better second-round pick because, again, yes, you obviously need goaltending and everything like that, but I think this past season kind of set the tone for what this organization has at the goaltender spot because no one really took the reins. We talked about it for weeks, honestly, throughout the season that this team doesn't have a solidified number one. At times, Sam Sonoff would go out there and he'd have three or four games where he'd have you know 1.7 goals against and a 92-93 save percentage or something like that. And then all of a sudden, he'd have three games in a row where he let up four-plus goals where it was like, what what just happened? And then you have Vitek Vancek who comes in, and then he does the exact same thing. It was, like I said, it was a roller coaster of a season, mainly yeah. because of the goaltenders. And now when I saw the Vitek trade, I was like, okay, they're getting draft capital. They're not going to move forward with him. You know, the Devils obviously need more uh, help for the most part because they're, they're a reeling team and all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, you're looking – at Ilya and saying if they don't have a qualifying offer and if he's going to be a, a free agent, then who do they got between the pipes? I mean, you're right, not going right. to gonna bring uh, Zach Vukali up. That's the biggest thing. You're not going to have Zach Vukali come up and be the starter for the Washington Capitals no, who can no, no, be a contender uh, for the season. So I, I just think that they have some type of plan in place. Um, and if, if it involves Samsonov, great. If it doesn't, then they have to get somebody who's a proven veteran to come in there because me, you, and Dan, uh, in our group message talked about if Samsonov is moving in as the number one, they can bring in a qualified, uh, veteran who is, you know, maybe on its, on its, on their last leg or something like that for the most part, uh, kind of like we were trying to do, um, with, uh, with Lundquist and see if they can actually be like a great fill-in guy and, and say, Samsonov, there's no one in your shadow. Go take the reins and, and move forward as we drafted you to be. Uh, so I, I just think it's kind of kind of odd. We'll see at the see at, we'll have to see what McClellan does um, right. in, in general to see what he has in place because it's always difficult in hockey because it's not like the NBA or. Um, or the NFL where there's always that like one to five players on your team that say, oh, I want to trade or I want this or I want that. Uh, hockey, you know, and, and especially baseball too, because baseball, the, the contracts are so long. But in hockey, it's so difficult because you never really know the innards. I mean, just look at the injuries. When they when they put someone on the injury list, they're like, oh, it's an upper body injury. Okay, well, yeah. in the NFL, you know the guy has a broken neck or something like that. Right, like, right, you, right. you know something's going hockey on. Hockey could be anything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's the biggest thing is I, I hope that McClellan has a plan in place to put forward uh, somebody that's qualified that, that actually can maybe win us some games, uh, you know, by standing on their head and everything like that, uh, and put them in place because obviously, like we said before, the end is coming near with Ovechkin, Backstrom, and TJ Oshie, and so on and so forth. John Carlson's getting up there, uh, even though he's still in his young 30s. I just think that right now you have to stay relevant between the pipes because 
honestly, I thought they kind of missed out on an opportunity with Braden Holpe. Uh, you know, our, our friend Andrew Gillis said that's probably not going to happen. He was a he was a free agent. Why not br- sign Samsonov and bring Holpe back in there? See if Holpe can compete for a job in a place that he's beloved um, for a cheaper price, obviously, than he, what he was going to possibly sign for when he left. So, honestly, that, that that's n- neither here nor there. But at the same time, you're looking at it and saying, I hope McClellan has something in place for this team to move forward. And then, yeah, Wayne Rooney, uh, head coach, I mean, kind of big news as far as here locally. I mean, obviously he uh, really was a big part of D.C. United making the playoffs a few years ago. Um, you know, part of that Acosta and Wayne Rooney tandem on the offensive side that really you know, shone, shone a spotlight on, on D.C. United that they hadn't really had for a while. Right. Um, and then now he is coming back. After uh, being gone and uh, you know co- actually coaching overseas, uh, coaching Derby, and now he's he's back and and hopefully he's the guy to turn the ship around because they just lost seven nothing the other day yeah. against Philadelphia Union, so they need some help. They need some help badly right. at five two and ten. It's probably not going to be this season. It's going to be tough to turn things around, but hopefully you know heading into next year maybe he, he can right the ship. But kind of cool to have a name like that here locally, you know? Right, and he's going to have to be the one to produce something more for this team. I think, honestly, when you're looking at Wayne Rooney, he has the style of the EPL and everything like that, which you're an EPL-type fan. I'm more of a La Liga fan. Um, And when you're seeing some of these teams in the Champions League go at it, uh, you're looking at the La Liga and the EPL go at it um, in those Champions League games, whether it's like, say, Arsenal and Real Madrid or whatever it may be. You know, when it comes to La Liga, La Liga is more of attack, 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 attack. We don't want to sit there and possess the entire time or whatever. But EPL... You know, a lot of these teams, yeah, they have great attackers and stuff like that and strikers, but they have tons of great midfielders in the EPL, and they always go out there and they make sure they possess and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully uh, what Rain Rooney can bring is that EPL style to DC United and hopefully keep these games close and, uh, you know, try to sneak out points here and there. And obviously this season, like you said, it's not gone, but at the same time you think that, okay, next season is where he's really going to be uh, tested in the sense that we want to see some type of change in the style of play that DC United has and also their outcomes. Because 7 nothing's terrible, uh, but overall, I think that when you're looking at it, if he brings that EPL possession style type of play, I think that can actually help this team a lot. So we'll keep an eye on that and uh, as DC United continue their season. Right now, again, doesn't seem like this season will be the one they make some noise, but you never know. Still plenty of season left. That's the thing with the soccer seasons is that they're pretty darn We long. had hope because uh, the Nats have been so bad that, oh, we can watch DC United this summer. And then obviously yeah, it's been tough. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been watching here and there. But you're right. It, I mean, once they went on like a five-game losing streak, I was like, man, this is getting tough to watch. <laughs> uh, a little tough to watch right, here. Right. Um, but we are. will move into... Our draft, yes, we have another draft for you today. And this was going to be timed closer to July 4th, but of course, uh, with vacations and trips and celebrations, we didn't get a chance to do it that week. So we are uh, moving it to this week. And, you know, it's not like this is something that doesn't still hold relevance. It is America. Right. This is the America draft, Mike. And uh, so the the let's go over the stipulations uh, for a moment for the people at home. So in my eyes, the things that we're going to be drafting today are like, you know, some of the best things in America or things that Our are favorite things American. American yeah. yeah, yeah, favorite things in American, that sort of thing. Um, so there's a lot of different ways this can go. Um, there can be, uh, I'm not going to give away any picks here, but there could be objects, there could be food, there could be... Topics. Uh, you know, topics. There's a lot of different things. 
Um, so the graphic for this should be interesting today for the uh, <laughs> for the voting. Um, so if you're listening to this on Tuesday night, the graphic will probably be up on Wednesday on Twitter, and we'll run that through a few days so you can vote for your favorite team between uh, Mike and I. And I believe last draft I had the f- number one overall pick. So I thought I, I did. I, th- I thought because I think the last draft we did was the uh, sit down chain restaurants. It was sit down chain. Okay, so yeah, so you you picked first last time. Okay, so then then we'll alternate, and I will go first. Are we going to have? Then. Do we want to have some draft like subtle music? I, I I was thinking about that. Well, we had. I feel like because uh, we have the draft the draft sound, but we can do we can do two sounds at once, right? I don't think I can with this thing. I can unfortunately. Uh, uh. Yeah, well, next time. We should have figured this out <laughs> for the next draft. For the next draft. All right. Um, I was like, do I get, like, America Because we, we can sit there and just, and just and just play, like, you know, uh, Aerosmith, you know. Just just Star Spangled Banner over <laughs> on repeat yeah. and repeat. Um, all right, so this is the America draft. Hit it. It is my it is my pick. And, and as I, I, I will not play the, the sound yet because I'm still considering uh, where to go here. And actually, I do. Cause, so I, on my draft board... And I was telling you earlier, earlier, and I actually have a couple that I had here. So I maybe have nine or ten different things here that I'm interested right, in drafting right. today. So, all right. I think I know where I want to go I'm so excited here. with this. It's a little... Okay, so this one's a little interesting. It's a little out of the box. Oh. But for my number one... I'm swinging for the fences in the first go. Overall pick in the America draft, I am picking... <laughs> oh, oh, no. The, no, no. I'm picking... The USA chants, oh, chanting God. USA. Dude, man. think about this. That's your think that's your this. first overall pick. Think about this. That's like Tiger in his prime, and you go out there and pick Phil Mickelson. Think about well, Phil Mickelson had a great career. Um, <laughs> think about this, Mike. What other country in the world has a name that fits so nicely into a chant like we do? The three letters USA. Think about the magic of being at like a bar and, you know, it's Olympic time or it's like whatever. And like suddenly one person starts a USA chant. The whole bar is chanting USA. It's one of those chants where you're guaranteed in a crowd to make that happen. No matter where you are in the country, if you start a USA chant, you are guaranteed to have other people chant along with you. Now, look. Maybe I did take this a little too early, but I'm proud to chant USA anytime, any day. Of the Not gonna lie, I, I didn't even have that on my list. But all right, that's hey, I, I I will give it to you. That's that's very American. That's very that's very especially it's huge when we're in the Olympics, um, mainly for. Sure. I would say, I mean, I don't even know what sports usually uh, do that for. What I mean, what's any of them? Well, yeah, that's but the thing, like, like it, the chant just breaks out whenever. I mean, like. Dude, you go to like a, uh, let's say a, a tailgate anywhere across the country for any football, any sport, anything, and you just start chanting USA, USA. You know you're gonna get everyone else to start chanting it too, man. Okay, okay, I, I'll I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Okay, right. I, I'm, I'm just telling I'm you. going somewhere totally different from my that's, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I told you I have a very a list of very different. Things. Okay. All right. They're all over the place. So going on uh, with things that are American, um, and just just things that are are just sub superb uh, when sure. it comes to coming to the great Estados Unidos. Uh, 
I have to go with this pick. It's in. The pick is in. My first overall pick for the winning team to be is Costco. You got to go with Costco. Costco. Mainly because okay. you're looking at some deals. You're looking at everything under the sun. You can get a. Where can you get a kayak and a bowl of of of, of pistachios in the same place? You can't. Probably Walmart. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 whatever uh you know what i mean uh well, think about this think about this here here and i will speak in defense of, of your pick here costco is a, a, a pretty i mean yes you know walmart you can get a lot of different things but costco is where you can get like 50 of those things yep. in one trip. exactly you get a instead of getting one little box of popcorn why not get 150 <laughs> you know and you can store them and it is a and 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 also Costco does have, you, know, you got the food samples. Yeah. I don't even know if they do those right now. Uh, yeah, I don't think they do those right now. Yeah, I um, but when they are doing those, which I'm, uh, they will get back to that because this is America. Yes. We got to do the samples. Yes. Um, you can walk around the store. You can shop. You can, you know, get a little stick of uh, Swedish meatballs and and uh, little mini hot dogs. Um, and you can also, if you so choose, go on over to the food court. Yep. And get yourself a big old hot dog. Just about to mention from Costco. That. And then the best part is that the Costco, I don't know if it's the founder or CEO or whatever his title is, even though they did raise the price when it comes to like I think the chicken bakes or whatever, they said it will never change the price of the hot dog and and free refill drink combo. That's a right. dollar fifty. You can't get a better uh, uh, ding dong over there and a, a nice soda. You know, for a dollar fifty, I mean, you can literally get one for your entire family, and it'll cost you like six dollars. Like it's ridiculous. Right. Right. No, I, 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 I don't have a Costco membership right now, but I, my parents did growing up, so I you know took many a trips to Costco, and you know, it was a, it was one of those kind of wild places as a kid to go because it's this gigantic warehouse. You're scared that if you accidentally like walk <laughs> down the wrong yeah. aisle and lose your parent. You're gone. They're gone. They're gone forever. Yep. You're never getting back home. You can get a five dollar uh, rotisserie chicken. Yeah, that's that's one of the. I mean, there was some like NFL or NBA player who said like in high school or college, like he was able to lose like fifty pounds because <laughs> all he did yeah. was he would walk two miles to Costco every day, pick up a rotisserie chicken, walk the two miles back, and that was his like only thing he ate for the day. Right, and like that's that's what he survived on, and. uh there's, I mean, yeah, you got the food there, you got the samples, you got the big. I mean, you can get a lot of different things. Um, so I'm not, I'm not knocking Costco. The, last, the parking lot oh, is yeah. chaotic. Oh yeah, that's that's not good. Uh, the, the last thing I will, especially on the weekend. The last thing I will say about it. Well, I went yesterday on a Monday and it was chaotic. Uh, so let's be honest here. Um, yesterday, I will say the last thing about Costco that they added, which is phenomenal is the self-checkout option because the sole fact that you have these people that go in there and that you look like they're they're preparing for an apocalypse because they have right. two carts, their family's running around, their kid is half naked, and all of a sudden oh, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, yo, I just came in here for three items. Like and I just sit here and wait for an hour for this person to scan their life savings away. And I said, <sighs> you know what? When I see that self-checkout, you know, obviously anxiety creeps up when you're doing self-checkout every now and then, but Costco self-checkout, when you're going in there and it's easy to scan, 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 done, get the hell out of there, that's the best part. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I do think, um, 
Also, shout out to Costco Gas. Mm. Costco Gas, that's where you can definitely get a deal. That That's a chaotic line as well, especially right you know during all the gas prices being so high. You yep. know Costco Gas is the place to be. Indeed. Um, my next pick here. So this is this is an interesting one. The first one wasn't. So I am. <laughs> I well, yeah, that was interesting as well. So and, and hear me, hear out my explanation for this. Okay, okay? got it. I feel like I'm going to be explaining a lot. Jeez. Of <laughs> um, my pick here is college sports. Okay. Because that's reasonable. In other countries, college. While there are colleges, and I'm sure there's college teams, college sports is not what it is here right. in in the U.S. And I'm talking. I'm talking. March, all, March I'm not going to give away any yeah. other potential picks. I'm talking specifically college okay. sports. It could be football, basketball, baseball, whatever. I think there is something very unique and American about how much we celebrate college sports and like you know part our like uh, fandom of the colleges that we go to. I I really just don't. From what I understand, that's just not really a thing in other countries and right. around the world. Like they go to colleges, they enjoy their colleges, but they're not like wearing the shirts everywhere. The hats are not supporting the team and all that sort of stuff as much. Uh, they're more prof- uh, you know supporting the professional teams and things like that. So collegiate sports and our our love of those, I think, is a, a purely American thing and a really awesome thing. Obviously, we love college sports. Yeah, but. and just just going along with what you're saying, you're talking about bowl games. You're talking. I mean. Despite yeah. despite the like you know the Campbell's chunky noodle soup bowl right, like right, those right, kind of right. weird ones I'm talking about like but that's like the quirks that's the quirks you like yeah. about it okay, too because you, you, know? you can sit there and do bowl pickums and stuff like that where you have right, you know right, right. South Dakota State Technical College or all these different random teams that are like how is this team even a, a thing but <laughs> right, you right, have right. March Madness you got all this type of thing so I definitely yeah. I agree with that you didn't have to really explain that too much um, and you get like you know the the last point is you know you get the there's like the Every, everywhere from like the small conferences that have their own like fandom all the way up to like you know your Big Ten or uh, your SEC and stuff like that like there are rabid fans right, in all right. of those groups and like and that sort of thing so um, so yeah college sports is my pick righty. so I already have my next pick it's oh, okay, it, it, okay. it's so easy to pick this one and right, I'm interested I, I'm I interested. have to say that thanks to just the, the the easiest thing that you can think of about America, which I'm not going to sit there and say because obviously it might be a pick later on, who knows, I'm going to have to go with my second pick overall is flyovers. I love me Fly some up. flyovers. When you're sitting okay. there and you're watching your team on, on TV, whether it be baseball, football, whatever it may be, and you see those F-18s or whatever just fly over, got the smoke going behind them and all that kind of stuff, or a big, huge you know, stealth plane, whatever they're called nowadays. You see those flyovers after the national anthem of your country is being sung by some, you know, has been uh, for the most part that's on American Idol or something like that that no one ever knows. Sure. <laughs> you sure. know, that's why I'm not saying the national anthem sung at a Super Bowl or something like that because usually by someone you never know. The flyover bit is just so great. I mean, you, I can't think of anything better than saying it's 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 fantastic. It's a moment because it's a moment. You think that you always have those dads out there. It's like that's why we're number one. You know, it's like those 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 the guys always say that because they're like, you know, that's that's America right there. It's a flyover, right. and then all of a sudden you're like, play ball or or let's go or, or whatever whatever you want to say. Uh, right, you know, right. like like the for Super Bowl when the Rock was going nuts and stuff like that. Now it's a staple. Exactly, it's a staple yes. of the big games. You're it's always going to be a thing. 
Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can see that. I can see that. And that is, I I can't imagine that they do that. I mean, I, you and I have watched international soccer right. for forever. They don't re- do anything like that for those games, I feel like. And, um, you know, I don't really see other countries really doing that. No. So, yeah, I think it is a purely American thing. Um, that's a solid pick. I don't really have a big rebuttal there. Uh, okay, thanks. I, and I, have, I have my next pick ready to go as well. I mean, we're just rocking. Well, rolling. we've had these I, picks for a while now, so we're good. To right, go. <laughs> and like we've talked about before, it's really about like the fourth and fifth pick, not necessarily oh, yeah. the first and second pick. Um, my pick is in, and I am going with the company that was founded in 1940, 82 years ago, Ooh. in San Bernardino, California, McDonald's. I'm going with the Golden Arches McDonald's because here's the thing. McDonald's, and I'll tell you tell you a couple things here. It is the world's largest restaurant chain by revenue. Okay, sixty nine million customers daily in over a hundred countries, uh, across you know thousands and thousands of restaurants. I think there obviously is some stigma around, like, all right, it's unhealthy, blah blah blah. The Golden Arch, you can be anywhere in the world. You see those Golden Arches, you think America. Like that is for better or for worse, you know. Right, right. And you know, and I, I think like if you're in a in a foreign country and you don't know, uh, let's say you're 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 not sure about the food, you don't know what to go get. It, you you know when you see those golden arches, you're like, hey, that's that's gonna taste a little bit like home. It's not gonna taste the exact same. I know McDonald's in different countries have different menus and oh, things yeah, like that. Do. But you are bound to have some of that taste of home. Um, if you're, and then also if you're in other countries, you see McDonald's, you think America and that sort of thing. And again, all of this is kind of for good and bad. Cause obviously, you know, we're real fat in America. So like, <laughs> you know, McDonald's is a big part of that, but I'll tell you things like the Big Mac and McDonald's and things like that. It's just like, it's, it's, it's a purely American thing. Yeah. You know? I mean, obviously it's founded in the States and everything like that. And I'm not, I can't go against it. I mean, it's great. Uh, you know, I think, I think you could have encompassed a little bit more when it comes to that. Um, but at the same time, it's sure. it's, 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 saying, a, it's, it's yeah. a staple. It's a staple. Suit. I decided to go. I, I I know what you're saying that I could have gone more broad, but I I wanted to go with just you know specifically McDonald's because it is the biggest dog in in the game. Instead of getting the sharpie, uh, you had to get the fine point sharpie. I got the fine point. I got the fine point sharpie. <laughs> so uh, as we as we before Mike gives his a third pick, I want to remind everybody where we're at right now. So this is the America draft. I have drafted the Team USA chant. Uh, college sports and McDonald's. Mike has drafted Costco and flyovers. Mike, your third pick. So my oh man, I have I have some really good ones. Ah oh man. All right, you know what? I'm just gonna say screw it, and I'm gonna go with it. So my third pick is it, this is kind of a broad stroke for the most part, um, but it hits home for me because I, sure. I grew up with this for the most part. I was born 1991, uh, but my dad's kind of an old soul. He was born 1963. Um, and I'm going to go with muscle cars. Muscle cars. Okay. Yeah. That This was on my list. Are, are something that's near and dear to my heart. I went to uh, my very first car show in Ocean City, um, and it's grown ever since then. Back in 2000, I believe it might have been 2000, it might have been 2007, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, uh, my, my dad actually, and my dad and my mom, uh, I mean, my, my dad got permission from my mom, uh, sure. to buy this car for me as my very first car. I had a 1974 Chevy Nova Supersport, and, uh, and it's still in my parents' garage. Uh, you know, obviously once I get a bigger house and stuff like that, I'll probably put it in my garage and I'll probably tune it up and everything like that. Uh, but it still runs and everything like that. And 
my dad uh, had this one car back in the day that I still vaguely uh, remember, um, and he had a 1987 Buick Grand National, and it was the fastest production car off the line uh, coming out of the factory. Uh, and and just just going to the car shows and seeing Barracudas, seeing uh, you know Chevelles, seeing Mustangs, seeing you know like Mach, Mach One Mustang is my favorite. Seeing Stingray Corvettes, seeing all those different things. Those cars are just they just scream America. Oh yeah, I mean you're talking to a guy with Detroit roots. Yeah, exactly, no, I, exactly. I know <laughs> cars. Yeah, the muscle cars was on my list. Uh, I had a specific brand, but I'm not gonna like you know I'm not gonna pick that now because you took those. So yeah, I think muscle cars is I think that's that's well that's the thing that too is, is, is that when you say specific brand, it's hard to because you got Ford, you got Chevy, right. that's what that was Plymouth. You got I mean you got yeah. so many different ones out there that you can choose from, uh, and, and that's the thing is people have their favorites, and you know you have Dodge, you know they have, they have, they have, you have you have Chrysler, you have all these different ones that are out there that are just phenomenal cars, and uh, yeah, to go to a car show and see somebody that doesn't typically doesn't have kids uh, or has right, a ton right. of money, whichever one, uh, right. they use that as their baby, and that's the thing is some of these cars are just immaculate, uh, and, and it's crazy to see, but muscle cars is my third pick. I like that pick. Again, it was on my list. You did take that one from me. Um, so now we are all evened up. Three picks a pick piece. We have two left here. Um, I like I like where I'm going to go here. I, this is another kind of food and beverage related pick. Okay. Let, let me let me tell you a little story, Mike. Oh, in 1976, there was a uh, a store. I'm not going to name it yet. Um, in Southern California, and uh, the Coca-Cola company wanted to help these lagging sales at this at this particular store. And so they, they suggested to the merchandise manager that he uses a then unheard of 32-ounce cup for the drinks. Um, the guy was like, I don't know about this. Um, nobody's going to buy a cup this big. But he finally agreed, and he sent a case of 500 cups to a 7-Eleven location in Orange County. And much to his surprise, the store sold out of the cups within a week, prompting 7-Eleven to expand the Big Gulp line nationwide. Big Gulps, uh, you know, it's they've been a staple. They In 1986, they introduced the 44-ounce Big Gulp, followed by the 64-ounce Big Gulp. Um, there's the Extreme Gulp, Team Gulp. Uh, you know, this is... Wait, Extreme Gulp, what Gulp? There was a team gulp uh, as well. There was the there was the little big gulp, which I was heard twenty two ounces. I heard that one. Um, at one hundred and twenty eight ounces, the team gulp remains uh, the largest fountain offering in the was world. Was that the was that the plastic like a big jug? It was the jug, I yeah. believe. Uh, so I am going with big gulp here. Okay, this Good is one. it was it was made in America. It was it was one of those things where. Nobody else in the world thought of this idea of hey, you know what people people are going to want to drink more. People are thirsty. And they want to. They, they're thirsty people. They want <laughs> they want more than just a little eight ounce or six ounce cup yeah, or twenty ounce. Yeah. They want to. They want thirty two. And no, no, they want sixty four. They want even. They want one hundred and twenty eight ounces. And that is the American dream right there, Mike. That is the American dream. I mean, honestly, what, right when you started saying Seven Eleven, I was like, I know what he's going for. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know it was either that or the Slurpee, one of the two. Because um, like nowhere else in the world are people getting a cup that big and filling it up with you know uh, their their Coke or iced tea or whatever. That's why, that's, that's why we got diabetes. 
I mean, exactly. It is why. And there, but there's nothing that makes me happier than if I go into a 7-Eleven and I see somebody standing there with the biggest big gold that they sell and just for st- having to stand there for five minutes filling up that cup yeah. at the f- at the soda fountain. It is. It makes me happy. It's, it, it's good. I haven't got a big gulp in a long, long time. <laughs> Neither have I. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't, I, don't, I haven't had a big, big gulp in 20 years, but... <laughs> I, I still respect it. Yes. I respect when, I, I, when I go to 7-Eleven, it's either for I have to go get a couple Gatorades for something like that or a Monster or something like that. Uh, but I, and then I usually always dabble in the uh, the rollers. Uh, but sure, that, that's, just, sure. that's just me. Um, right, right. But it's, it's a good one. I like it, man. I like it. You can't get it more American than a big gulp. Um, all right. So my next one. So I have like three for my next two picks. I'm very okay. – actually, I have a lot more than that. Uh, but my main one that I'm going to go with next – Oh man, I have to go with it. I have to. I have to. If, yeah, if I don't, if I don't to. go with it, then I'm. I. I. I would come on. Be, go with it. I'm going with the best place on earth for me, Las Vegas. Las Ooh, Vegas. Okay. Is something that you can go do for a weekend and not go broke, unless you are are stupid, uh, because. Right. Literally, you can get to Vegas. Not 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 nowadays because of COVID and all those different flights and then uh, the inflation and all this kind of crazy stuff is going on right now. But when I was in college, uh, it was my junior year of college. We went to Vegas for spring break. I spent four hundred dollars. Now, grant granted, granted it was on Spirit one way. We flew Oof. flew to Chicago on United, then from United to uh, Vegas. Um, or excuse me, it was from uh, DC. It was from Dulles. I'm trying to think of the the flight. Sorry, uh, it was I know it was from it was from BWI all the way to Long Beach on Spirit, and then from from there to Vegas, and then whatever. So I flew connector, one connector, not too bad, and I got to Vegas and I stayed there all for four hundred dollars for three nights and round trip flights, four hundred dollars. Okay, okay, for, that's pretty for good. stay and hotel. You can't beat that. And I was at no. I was at the Luxor. And everyone says, "Oh, Luxor is nubs." Okay, sorry, I was a ju- everything in Vegas is better than any other casino. Yeah, sorry, I didn't go to the Bellagio like I was in the movie right, Ocean's right. Eleven. Okay, right, let's right. be honest here. So, honestly, Las Vegas, I just love playing poker. I can literally sit there and and buy in for a hundred bucks and sit there, get free drinks, you know, yeah. just you know, hang out, talk to people, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And that's what I like to do, and that's that's one of my favorite things. In Las Vegas, you can go see shows, you can go do different things, you can go to. I mean, there was one story that I literally went to a Calvin Harris uh, rooftop pool party. Calvin Harris was cool. DJ. I I bought the tickets for thirty dollars for each of us wow. online, and somehow they were MVP or VIP or whatever the hell letters you want to use tickets, where we skipped a line that was like three hundred people deep. And they were $30. And people in the other line paid $150 for their tickets. I don't know how I did it, but you know what? I'm just the deal maker. So I just, I literally got those. And Vegas is the land of opportunity. You can go there, you can make money for the rest of your life, or you can lose money for the rest of your life. Right, right. It's it's, it's just there where you can get the, and and, uh, kids stay away from this, but it's literally the best inebriated you can get in your life because you got oxygen pumping through the uh, casinos and all that kind of stuff, right. free drinks, everything like that. And not to mention, you can go there and get Panda Express if you really want to for cheap or the MGM right. Casino that's 20 bucks. I have a lot of, a lot, I, I've been there twice. So I've been, I have a lot, have a lot of, a lot of wheels and deals in this situation, but Las Vegas and, is my pick. No, Vegas is, is a good pick there. I mean, uh, I'm just reading a little bit. It says, you know, it annually ranks as one of the world's most visited tourist de- destinations. Um, 
It's it has more uh, AAA five diamond hotels than any other city in the world. It's a global leader in hospitality. Um, it's the entertainment capital of the world. You're right. I think there are few places unless you go to like Abu Dhabi or something like there are few places that have the dining, the food, which is supposed to be incredible. You yeah. got the entertainment, like you said, music shows, comedy shows, whatever. You got the nightlife, all the clubs, things like that. You got shopping. You got gambling. Hey, not to mention I mean, though, you, to, you can't forget the new stuff, which is Allegiant Stadium and T-Mobile Arena now. True, true. Now they have the sports too. Yep. So it's like there are few cities where you can just get all of that in one location that are like at the top of you know the industry, you know, sort of thing like the top hospitality, all top top casinos, all that sort of stuff. Um, Vegas is Vegas is a solid pick, and it's a very interesting place, especially when you fly in because like you, you're oh, on yeah. the plane and there's nothing anywhere, and then suddenly like out of the out of the the uh, the view, suddenly you see this like city take shape in the middle of the desert. I think it's, Mc- like, it's McC- McCarran Airport. I think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, AJ McCarran Airport. Um, <laughs> And yeah, it just comes out of nowhere, and you're just like, okay, this is the place. Favorite place, the place on earth. I, I love. I've been there once Vegas. too. Had a had a hell of a time as well. Oh my Vegas God. is a solid pick here. I like that pick. Um, I have one pick left. So this one, I would say, slightly cheesy pick here, but I do think it rings true. Um, as my final pick of the draft is going to be the Statue of Liberty. I do think. That look, I I, I could there's a lot of different places Jeez, I could go. Man. I could have gone like Mount Rushmore and things like that. But That's nubs, Statue of Liberty is I think it is one of those things where because of this, uh, and I'm not gonna get too cheesy like I said, but because of the symbolism, because of like the fact that like this is something that like uh, millions of immigrants uh, came and 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 had this journey and came to America and this was like a symbol for them. I still think, while New York as a whole, I'm not much of a fan of. I, I don't really <laughs> love the city at all. I do think it's wor- It is a pretty cool statue to see, and I think it is something where it's like if you go to New York City, you got at least, even though it's, I know people say like tourist trap and things like that, you got to at least see it once because it is a pretty impressive, uh, impressive building, and I do think it has a lot of symbolism there. So out of all my, I mean, I picked McDonald's and Big Gulp as my other picks. I think I can throw a cheesy <laughs> pick there and go Statue of Liberty. It's, it's not a bad pick, but it's just like. I I okay sweet I would love to see it but it's like it's not like for me it's just like okay it's a Statue of Liberty it's like it's I mean then it, then again <laughs> it's if you're in New York you could probably say that because you've probably seen it a million times or whatever it's like me with a Washington right. Monument like oh there's the pencil you know it's like it, right, it's the same kind right. of thing but it's like I I just think that like I've seen it in so many movies and I've seen it and it's like okay Statue of Liberty it'd be cool to go and see it but it's like I don't think it would like blow my socks off if I went to go see it or if I didn't go to see it I could be 98 sure. years old and I mean let's be honest here I'm not gonna live to 98 I'm I'm a, I'm a loser yeah but not at this it might be to be 78 uh, but right. honestly it's just like I, I I can live without seeing it. that's my that's my biggest that's my biggest okay, gripe about okay. it. so well I think some other people would disagree with you but you know hey that's your that's your okay. thoughts okay so so. <laughs> Gosh, man, I have so many. We have to mention some notable. Yeah, we'll go honorable mentions. Honestly, this is this episode is going to last a little longer. Who cares? You know, the the contender's not doing it anymore. So who cares? Right, right. right. All right. So, Shiza, man, this one. I'm looking at five things. My dad might be upset if I don't pick certain ones. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go. F. (laughs) <laughs> all right i'm gonna do it screw it i'm gonna go okay. and i'm gonna cater to the 
older and I, the problem is is that i don't know if you can get a graphic for this is the problem you might have to like mash something up um sure. or i can do it for you uh and send it over to you i'm gonna go with i don't know how to, i don't even know how to word it <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with uh, screw it i'm just gonna say john wayne i'm just gonna go with john wayne okay so, so you don't want it to say like cowboys? You just want no, because because the, the thing what about it was that I have quote unquote you know, and this is this is this is my quote. I have badass movies, and I have sure. John Wayne movies. I have uh, the Stallone and Schwar- Schwarzenegger dueling movies for like almost two decades. Uh, right, so I don't right, know. Right. I, I wanted to say that, but I don't know how to really word that. Do you know how to word that better than that? No, I think I. Th- I mean. I would go if I were you. I would say like either like cowboy westerns, or like you know. But that's or you the thing, John Wayne. But movies. hey, hey, rest in peace, James Con. But James Con is is a legend. But John Wayne, he was in like a, a ton of John Wayne movies. John Wayne is John Wayne. Marion Morrison is his real name. Right. Marion yeah. Morrison is probably the pioneer of movies because right, right. he. I mean, he was in. He probably shot two or three movies in a in a year. No one does that anymore. Obviously, it's d- different technology and stuff like that. You can't shoot an Avengers movie in, in one year or an Avatar movie in in ten, apparently. But that's the thing is like yeah, he was in 179 exactly. film and television production. So John Wayne, like, uh, and that's another thing going along with the muscle car situation is that me and my dad watch watch Big Jake's uh, or not Jake's Big Jake uh, El Dorado. You know, it's just a bunch. Of, I think I think he he was in Wagon Train, if I'm not mistaken, too. But it's like there's a bunch of movies that John Wayne was in, and I I remember John Wayne movies. And sometimes if I see it on TV, I'll watch it. Uh, but John Wayne is is just American stable because the sole fact that when sure. movies became huge, he was the center centerfold of that. Now I could have gone. I also could have gone with Elvis. Elvis is a is, is an actor. He, he's kind of like Bruno Mars is the new Elvis for the most part, uh, because he does he does act or no? Well, I guess you could say I don't know. Uh, besides what I'm getting off the point. John Wayne. Yeah, yeah, John Wayne is my pick. There it is. <laughs> okay, John. Okay, look, I think John Wayne's not a bad pick because I think John Wayne can represent not just his own movies yes, and himself, yes. but also the cowboy, the Western cowboy genre as a whole, which is its own American thing. Like That's not a thing in other countries and things like that. Cowboy Western movies, uh, war movies, things like that. Like That is a pretty American thing. Um, and, you know, cowboys yep. and Indians, all that different stuff. I think, uh, I, yeah, I, I mean... I mean, obviously, super prolific, uh, hundreds and hundreds of movies. So, no, I, I don't think that's a bad pick. I think, I think picking just John Wayne works here because, like you said, I think, uh, I think he can represent more than just himself and his own movies. I think he represents well, the genre. I, well, honestly, I would have gone with the Stallone and Schwarzenegger like feud. It wasn't really a feud because they're friends, but right. at the same time, it was almost two decades of them going back to back, like. You know, hit after hit after hit. You got, I sure. mean, you got Rambo, Cobra, all the different Rocky movies, all those different the Predator movies. All the, I mean, you went, I mean, going back and forth, back and forth. The problem is Schwarzenegger wasn't born in the USA, so I didn't, I couldn't go with that. Yeah, one. yeah that that's was true. the problem. But I could have gone, no, I, I could have gone, I could have gone with Rocky. Could have gone with that. You could have, you could have. But you went with John Wayne. John so, Wayne. so Mike's, Mike's team here. Let's just recap. So Mike's team is Costco, flyovers, muscle cars. Las Vegas, and John Wayne. My picks are the USA Champ, College Sports, McDonald's, the Big Gulp, and the Statue of Liberty. You will be able to vote 
on the graphic. Both you check out the TikTok. Mike usually posts that and gets um, some votes on there. Again, DC Crossover Podcast. And then you also can vote on the twi- uh, on Twitter, the, uh, the the DC Crossover uh, on Twitter, and, and I'll put a graphic up. What are what are well. a couple so, honorable mentions you had though? Yeah, so I have uh, some of my honorable mentions: spray cheese. Um, <laughs> like cheese whiz and stuff. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I have take home food, uh, like leftovers. Okay, that's not really in other countries at restaurants. They give you basically enough meal to, like for a regular portion of person. Right. Here in America, you you got take home boxes and take home food. Um, yeah. and and everything else you picked. I mean, I had uh, Ford Ford Mustangs was my pick. Okay. Was one of my picks. Yeah. Um, extra large sodas, but I did big gulps, so that kind of encompassed that. Um. So so yeah, those were most of my most of my honorable mention. Because yeah, I mean, this wasn't going to be a draft where we're choosing like Mount Rushmore, or the White House, uh, Washington Monument. Yeah. Um. You know, it wasn't. I threw in Statue of Liberty there at the end, but this this wasn't going to be a draft just filled up with that. I think another honorable mention could have been baseball. I mean, it is. I, it's kind I, of. An I had invention. I had the I had professional sports, which was NFL. Yeah. All kinds. Of, I, I could have said NFL, the NFL in general. Um. Yeah. I had. I also had uh, drive-throughs. Um, True. That was a big one. I had Disney, uh, not just Disneyland or Disney Disney World. I meant like Disney, like just like the movies right. in general. Uh, we did that draft uh, not too long ago. Ford trucks. I love me some Ford trucks. Um, yeah, I would love to get a truck, and it's a Ford truck all day, every day. And uh, to honor my pet, my late pet, U.S. Navy. I, I, my, nice. my my my, my family is a Navy family. Um, through and through for the most part. Uh, we have a couple stragglers in there that are in different branches, but U.S. Navy is a big thing. Uh, but if I did the U.S. Navy, I'd have to do veterans uh, in general, right. um, which I could have done could have done veterans, um, but uh, I was trying to keep this light. Trying to keep it light. I didn't want right, no, right, no, right, no, right. No, I didn't want to get too emotional when it comes to this kind of right. stuff. Right. These were, these were solid picks. I think this was a... Uh, again, I, we know this isn't July 4th anymore, so like the America rhetoric isn't as heavy the week later, but hey, we're keeping it going. We're, we're, we're keeping it going from, from last keeping week to July 4th. Um, let's, let's just skip trivia this week. We'll give you guys trivia next week. Mike and I will both give you questions. Uh, well, let's move into the final lap here. Um, as Mike said, we're running a little long on this one, but hey, we can do whatever we want. Uh, this is a chance to talk about some big stories in sports. First up, the Steelers changed their name, Mike, from Heinz Field to, how do you say this, like Akrisher <laughs> Stadium? <laughs> Ass Stadium? What is this? <laughs> I, I, you know what? Akrisher. Yeah, I mean, changing it from Heinz Field though in Pittsburgh—that's uh, big. Ass, oh, that's oh, trust me. Uh, I know a lot. Oh, yeah. know a lot, you, a lot of those people in Pittsburgh, and they're not happy. Speaking of Pittsburgh, event uh, Malkin is going to be testing free agency here, Mike. Is he going to be a cap? <laughs> no way, because I know for the, the sole fact that he's not going to be a Penguin, it means he's asking too much money. Because they signed Chris <laughs> Letang, who's getting up there in age for like six years, something like that. Let's be honest here. He, Malkin's asking for way too much money for being injured way too much. Gareth Bale signs with LAFC. Kind of cool to see a big another big name come across the pond. I love me some Gareth Bale, but the problem is that he was rumored to be at DC United, not in LA, and apparently yeah. he got enticed by LA more than DC. But overall, Gareth Bale, I love Gareth Bale. I think he kind of got a bad rap after a couple years in Real Madrid, but overall, he's moving to the MLS. I don't know if you caught any of the Wimbledon final, but Djokovic wins his seventh Wimbledon and 21st Grand Slam title. It was actually on... Uh, while we were ready, getting ready in the groom's room ah. at the wedding, and so we were watching, uh, and you know, not like you and I watch a lot of tennis, but still fun every now and then to watch like a final or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, Kyrgios is 
kind of a nut and yelling at everybody on the court, so he was fun to watch him play against Djokovic for sure. I mean, it's okay. I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, two kind of Sweet. two kind of jerks Sweet. there. Uh, Paolo Bencaro averages twenty points, six assists, and five rebounds in his two summer league games. Right now, he's probably the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, how much stock do you put into summer league stats? I don't put any stock into summer league because I don't watch any of it because <laughs> I think it's all garbage as it is. I mean, it, I saw it, Chet. I said rough. I saw Chet Holmgren, who is you know seven foot eight apparently or whatever, and like a hundred and seven yeah. pounds. Literally, this one guy tried to take a charge from him, or or he flopped technically, uh, and I'm like. You can't flop from Chet Holmgren. I mean, Chet Holmgren, literally, yeah. it, it's it's like somebody getting a stick and just smacking you with a stick and you just falling down saying, wow, that was like you hit me with a, a piece of firewood. You know, it's like, it is, it's not even, it's it's not rough, even close. <laughs> it is very rough to watch. Like I said, we I was at the casino watching Summer League and betting on it, and I had, like, <clears throat> second quarter bet going. And in Summer League, there are so many fouls. And the refs are getting their practice in, so they're just, uh, you know, calling everything. And the second quarter took forever. And I'm sitting <laughs> right, there, right. Well, staring at my bet slip, staring at the score, like, come on, like, let's just go. Because after the quarter ended, I was going to go do other stuff. And it's like I'm sitting there for, like, you know, 45 minutes waiting for the second quarter True. to end. It's brutal to watch. Uh, and the Wizards, that's why we're not talking breaking down Wizards Summer League games, because it's like, Nobody cares. <laughs> um, by the way, did you you did see? Did uh, Richard Jefferson was a summer league ref the other day? He, uh, he really? Like he yeah. He like donned the ref uniform and did a little ref. I know he was getting chirped on Twitter about it. I didn't watch any of the clips, but kind of kind of weird. What's the point of that? Uh, <laughs> like I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll also be back with Sultan of Seltzers uh, next week right, uh, right. as well. Um, but we'll finish up with the money line. Sponsored by DraftKings, a uh, chance to give you some picks of the week. Mike is leading open week. by three here. I had some Wimbledon picks last week. None of them panned out, um, unfortunately. Uh, well, actually, no, one of them did. I, I incorrectly put the – because Rafa did win uh, his his uh, the game that I had him – losing but then he then he forfeited the following game so no so i went one and one last week so i'm 12 and 24 mike is 14 and 22. not gonna lie i don't even remember what i did <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot, lot going on last couple weeks so so you have a two-point lead um as we head into this week's pick so again not a lot of sports to bet on right now but there is golf um i'll start with my lock i'm going shoffley top 10 finish uh, this weekend, so at plus fifty odds, one fifty odds there, and then uh, my dog this week. Uh, this is a shot in the dark. Montreal Impact versus Toronto FC. I'm picking a draw, Mike. Plus two ninety, going with the draw. No, no, no reasoning whatsoever. But it's soccer, and sometimes they draw. Eh, so. Screw it. Two ninety is not terrible, but at the same time, I mean, it's a dog. Alrighty, so my lock, my man, Tiger. Tiger makes the cut. Minus sure. 165. He even said it in a press conference that this is one of the last times he'll probably play at St. Andrews for a major right. tournament because he's not playing the schedule he usually plays nowadays. He's getting older up there. Uh, so he'll probably start playing maybe five to ten tournaments a year. Uh, that includes the four majors. So I think right now this is you know a time for him, especially because he's been overseas for the last three or four weeks practicing. Uh, and he also did not play. I believe it was the U.S. Open. Uh, he didn't play. So I think right now Tiger's got a chance to easily easily make the cut. 165 minus 165. You know, depending on what kind of money you want to put on that, you can make some decent money. Not obviously plus money, but the sole fact uh, that you're looking at it. 165, not a terrible 
cut to make. Uh, and my dog, I'm going to take Tommy Fleetwood to miss a cut. Plus 250 in the sense. He's like plus, th- or excuse me, minus 360 to make the cut. But overall, I just think Tommy Fleetwood is just, he's just a dud. I mean, the, you look at the guy, right. you look at his hair, <laughs> and then you look at like his game and stuff like that. And like it, sometimes he'll have like a round that he shoots like 63, and all of a sudden the next day he shoots like 78. Like it, it makes no sense. Like it's kind of like uh, 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 T-Rail Hatton. For me, like they're both English guys, but so I think that's why they get a lot of, uh, of, uh, of uh, I guess you could say a pub uh, during the open. But it's like Tommy Fleetwood and T-Rail Hatton, like they're always ranked. Oh, they're they're they're, they're great players. And all of a sudden, they like they're missing cuts left and right and stuff like that. And it's like I don't understand how you can say like this guy is gonna go out there and just like oh he's easily gonna make the cut. Like I mean I understand it's at St Andrews, but it's not like it's a guarantee. So I'm gonna throw the dice out there on the craps table, and I'm like gonna it. say plus two fifty. Tommy Fleetwood misses the cut. He is coming off of uh, a nice uh, Scottish Open finish, tied for fourth there. Um, finished at uh, minus four. Didn't, didn't didn't watch that one, so yeah, you didn't watch the <laughs> Scottish Open. I'm I'm surprised, uh, but but Shoffley, I think Shoffley's like the the hot pick right now because right, he's kind of hot. Right. And so that's why I. But I Rory's I the favorite. Right, right, and I didn't think Shoff. I don't think Shoff is going to win at all. Uh, but that's why I went top ten. I think he he will finish there. But people that are choosing Shoffley for for the winner, I, I hey I top disagree. top five is like plus three fifty or something like that too. So right, right, hey, right. screw it, not bad there. So I might be laying some bones down, all trying to win back what I lost at the at <laughs> right, the, the, right. Sh- the horseshoe. Um, so that about does it for the episode this week. And uh, again, we'll we'll be popping back here probably next week. We'll do uh, our regularly scheduled programming uh, as we continue the off season. Basically, the off season is until you know, towards you know the middle of training camp or so. We'll be back to some of our regular sports episodes probably four or five more weeks. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're, we're gonna look it up. Some more back, some more football. We'll see you more off season. So if you have, let us know. You can always do it. Yeah.